unless you are living under a rock in every country, continent, and angle of the world, racism is something that has been happening in our society and still happening. Hello and welcome to another episode of Being the World Nefisa. How's your week, everybody? I guess. Doesn't say I guess. Oh my god, how's your week? Has been, how been your week has been going? Uh, my week has it has its up and down for the past thing five days. Yeah, on Monday I was a little bit down. I was for a moment I was so scared I was kind of like having the COVID virus, but then I have like look at it like I've been indoor for almost four months. The only time I went to market to um to the only time I went out to and I was going to market and that was about four or three times if I wasn't mistaken. So like then I was kind of like also checking the symptoms of um, other people's suggestion and I find I think then I said fine I don't think it's maybe I should stop panicking that much so I let her wait for our doctor to come back in the evening so I'll do it test so my she actually based on the symptoms she actually decided okay let's first do a malaria test so we did the malaria test and everything and it was confirmed I have malaria so I was given some medication so I, I just got off medication yesterday. I am better than before. If I will see, I'm better than before. Now I'm not really feeling that sudden dizziness of a thing or headache of a thing. And yeah, I think I just I feel like actually another thing I actually feel like that contributed. They have not been taking water that much since we finished Ramadan is like getting back into taking more than three um three liter how many yeah three liter yes three liter of water in a day it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of like something i forget how to do so i need to keep reminding myself to drink more water so hopefully my system will get back into the right track and yes for more than two months for almost two months now our black people in the other in America and especially yeah experienced a tragedy like it was that was a video that so that video was oh my god I don't want to describe it because thinking about it like it's something is that that action that the policeman take was something that was it was something that he planned with an intention of murder. Let's just let's just say he has an intention. Because even I, I think even my siblings that is not up to ten years, right? He knows that once you put your hand on someone for more than thirty seconds, most it's a very dangerous thing. So I don't really understand how a policeman can actually feel like him putting his kneeling down on someone and not even putting kneeling down on someone's neck. It's it's not dangerous. It's like it's as if they just decide to like accept them into the police force without any proper training or something like that. I feel like all these people that are working in this government that has to do with handling of life, they they don't really have that strict like strict experience in terms of strict um training yeah training they only do training about the body if i'm not mistaken yeah most of the body i feel like they should do more about they should talk about um this thing health for them like how to cure this medical experience they need to have some medical experience they also need to have um they also need to have um this experience what is it okay yeah, customer service experience <laughs> i just feel like all our government all our government um 
officer as well as civil servant they need to come like have that customer service so like i was i don't just it was terrible it was frustrating i feel like i was for a moment i was when i saw the video i was i was like i was so surprised that if a woman being like could put his new on someone for more than eight minutes i think eight minutes and six seconds or something like that like it was it was unexplainable like the feeling i was feeling at that moment was i felt for him when he was crying i felt for him when he was calling his mom i felt for him i uh, i hated that he even have some like go through that suffering before he passed before he passed along like it was uh, it was i don't even know what to say because the police man to me actually have an intention not to kill so because i was only thing i could like recall from the like i could view from the video he has an intention to kill because you can't just know on someone like oh god uh, let me just stop talking about the video i know the video it's not something that someone can just come like stop talking about it uh, it's but i just don't want to come like bring sadness to my voice and you see our system is built in such a way that it allows room for racism for de- decades if not centuries like the the system in the, the country is not like built on racism like it's it's built in such a way that it allows the black lives to be like a tool to use to move the system forward I believe it is up to us to restructure that system, but trying to be surprised or surprised that racism is happening. It's, to me, I feel like it's an, it's, it's an hypocrite. It's like hypocrisy. Like, I find it be so surprised that, like, the injustice that black people have been facing. I have seen some people that was, oh my God, wow, they, what is happening? They never knew this is happening. It's like, like dude baby that what do you mean are you are you living in this world so after you say you have no idea that all this are happening so to me i feel like it's hypocrite like come on like racism like even we have the cultural one the religion one the people one. Oh my god people one actually happened to be worse i don't regret to say this story okay mm. it's like this um this okay when i graduated from school right I I was in such a actually not good when I got it for going for my NYC. So after my NYC in such of a job, I decided to kind of like go to the civil service commission agency in Abuja. Yeah, where it's kind of like this civil service place whereby people that want to work as civil servant they go register and do everything. So that whenever government wants to kind of like look for it. If someone um someone in a position to feel they look at that record. So on getting there, I was told not even, on getting there, it was red flag. I saw I let I get there around that eight. Oh my god, I got there around eight. It was kind of like empty. People have not started arriving at the office, okay, no problem. Now I think it was around that twelve. I was able to like meet someone to give me like um how can I go about it? So like, 
I told the person my problem and the rest. So if you find no problem, I should go to my state of origin, like they have the Latin state of origin room or something like that. I went to the state of origin room, I told her this and that, she asked for my credentials, I gave her credentials, I wrote down my name on the record book. I didn't know my name on the record book. Then she says, okay, fine. Then she asked of my state of origin certificate. I gave her one. She said it wasn't the one that she asked me. Oh my god, no, 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 I tried it. Yes, yes, I was able to collect. Before then, I collected my state of origin certificate. Oh my god. So, um, I gave her, so okay, fine, no problem. I should come back in two days' time if I was a mistake. So, in two days' time, I went. I. I sat down in the reception room waiting. Okay, and the most funny thing was that the reception room is not like okay. Personally, to me, I did not look like someone from my state, so I'm like I look so different. Nobody will have assumed that okay, but this girl is from this state. So that's how it was. Like suddenly, so I met somebody. That person actually came to submit his um. Is is credential is also documented. Can you believe that that same day he was given an appointment letter? I could not believe it. Like the combo, he was given an appointment letter simply means because ah, uh, <coughs> hey, like the 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 thought that was going through my mind there is like if I I let not even like if. It's like I passed through the seventh stage of grief. Like, oh my god. I was like saying, ha, ah, what rubbish. I came before this person. Why should you not favor this person over me? And yes, I understand you might say, okay, maybe the credentials is higher than me. No, he wasn't. The person actually studied, no, he has, he has a polytechnic education. Why well, I have a degree education? But then he was giving more attention to than me. It kind of like, it's me that is it really do you want to really work as it in a government organization or you want to work as a civil server? Then I kind of like in that moment there I kind of like asked myself that question and I realized that I'm not fit to work nine to five. See, I grew up in a family of businessmen. So both businessmen, both businesswomen. So that the thought of even working nine to five it doesn't seem appeasing to me. But it was the thought of kind of like being involved in the government system that was appealing to me. The thought of like both like allow my voice to be heard that was appealing to me. And one funniest thing, this person was a guy. So I was thinking that could he have been the reason why he was giving more favor than me? But the kind of like thought keep going to me. And for almost I think six months. I kept going there, trying to put my best forward. The unfortunately, I can't like give up. That this civil servant life is definitely not for me. It's better for me to like create my own kind of like my own platform, a place where I can like talk confidently without fear of the government, without the fear of like the government law. Like a place where I can like completely share my opinion and the rest. So those that went through my mind after going after experiencing that made me realize that mine is just a little bit of thing and I'm already tired and I'm already exhausted. 
Other people that have been other other people that have been experiencing racism, I just experienced people rising out of and I was really tired. My my fellow black people that have experienced racism for decades, if not centuries, they are not tired. Then why should I be tired? Like then I was kind of like enraged when I saw that video. Like because I was a human, I was so emotional. Like. I could not cry, I could not even talk. Like I was just going through different stages and I feel stupid that because of the little experience I experienced, I gave up. Like it took and again I it was annoying me also like the way how oh, I say the way other people are trying to like capitalize on racism and trying to like develop it just to make more profit on it. And I'm happy that People are kind of like joining this movement. This is I, I don't want to call it movement. I don't want to call it protest because it's just more than a protest. It's more than a movement. It's kind of like it's about the injustice the black people have faced all over the world. It's about the decades and centuries of how we've been the we've been we've been the tools that have used to build the system. It, it's more than just one person. About all of us, like. This movement, I hope it taught other people a lesson. Other people that are not black, I hope it opened their eyes to the injustice that their black friends, family members, colleagues, or anybody they have are facing. So when someone tell you about their problem they face as a black, do not tell them, oh, I understand, it's going to get better. But be there for them. Yes, be there for them. If they say they are going to start report a particular person or a company for being racism to them, support them. Do not hold them back. Do not hold them back. I'm grateful for those who come for this, who stand up, who are in support of our black people. I'm grateful for them that they were able to like go out. I was grateful for them that even though in terms of this pandemic, they still weak themselves because this, in short, scratch in pandemic. Pandemic, you see, our life is more important than that pandemic, no offense, but honestly, if we have sat down, like, set it, um, like, just sit down and like, okay, fine, say, okay, maybe after this pandemic, we raise our voice. It do not have that effect as it's going to have now. Yes, I don't want this all black movement, all, all black uh, life matters to just die like that, just because you see a little bit of results. We have so much more to do. We have so much more to do. We have so much more to give. Um, don't you, I'm also like, I think racism is kind of like as something that is roots deep into our system. Racism is just more than the culture, more than just your tribe, your religion, and your different. It has kind of like developed into a power game, or yeah, a power game like inferior versus superior. Then it has even kind of like a politics, politics, something in politics, whereby you see people having from one culture being in one party, another culture being in one party. 
in the sense that saying, okay, because this person from this particular culture was the one that was on seat this year, then it doesn't mean that that's another person from that same previous culture of the person on seat should not be on seat the next year. So it's it has even played down into our and honestly in my country a Nigerian huh, forget it. We have experienced favorizing, culturalism, tribalism, even religious houses or racism. So it's not just it's not a result. I talking about it kind of like brought back all those memories I thought maybe I have hidden. So like I'm happy that we are trying to um we are trying for our voice. We are more than trying for our voice to be heard. I'm happy that a lot has been going on and how many people are in support and in standing up. Yeah, I assume people that have like are also silent on the matter. But honestly I feel like see silent is a very dangerous weapon. It's a very dangerous weapon. It's okay even if you can't like if you can't find your voice, but it's not okay for you to be silent. You can maybe share, retweet others, even if you can't you can't do some donation, even if you can't go out for the protest and the rest. She doesn't like make an effort. Um so because this because as I said, this is more than more than just one woman being. It is not like it is all about our black life. It is our future, our generation, our children, children, our frustration. We want our voice to be heard. We want our voice to speak all. We want our voice to move the system. We want our voice to move us from the from the end of the system so the we want our lives to be put first when creating a system when developing a system we want to be able to tell our children our children children people in the future that i stand i stand with black lives we stand because of justice we stand because we want our voice to move mountain. We stand because we want our voice to speak volume. Silence is a very dangerous tool. We want to tell our children that. We want to tell our children what justice actually means. What it means for other to other people to fight for us. That's all. Thank you so much for listening. If you love what I'm sharing on this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on any platform you are listening to our podcast on, which is totally free so as to help others like you to discover our podcast and gain knowledge every week. You can also sign up for our newsletter, link in the description box. Follow us or send us a DM on our official social handler, Twitter at Binnove and IG at Binnove Podcast. Or you can send me a direct message to the host, Nefisa, at Novelista, both on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you.